Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Simple Theology Podcast, a podcast connecting theology to everyday life by examining various doctrines of the Christian faith. I'm Robert Kane, and you are not going to hear Rick on this intro. And in all transparency, it's simply because we forgot to record the intro after doing a really long episode. But on this episode, we talk about Rick's 20s. He just turned 30 recently. And for our last episode of the season, I wanted to take a deep dive into his 20s. What were some highlights? What were some lowlights? What were some lessons learned? Uh, what are some, some of the details that most people may not know about? So we decided to take a deep dive in there. We hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to welcome to Simple Thanksgiving. Simple Thanksgiving. I'm your host, Rick. I don't want to get my last name out. There's people, yeah, the, the, celebrities. Yeah, you know, you know. Protect your right, my identity. How's your week? How's your day? Um, yeah. So we're recording. As Rob's always good about the context, we're recording on a Sunday evening. Um, it's yep. been super cold and wet. Um, today, yeah, today has been a very dreary. Would you you fall love day. the rain? I do. I, I was liking it. I was working on some stuff today after church. Had a big cup of coffee. And Where were you at in your house? Working? Living room on the okay. couch. Okay. Yep. And looked outside. Our living room has decent Huge sized windows. windows in the front, overlooking the bay area. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, but it was nice just to look out and be like, man, it's really cold and wet out there, but. I'm in here warm. I'm warm. With a yeah. nice cup of coffee, working on stuff. So there you go. Yeah, it was nice, cozy. That's the word. There's That's a the there's word. a um like a Dutch or uh like the Swedes or someone has like a special word for that. I can't remember what it means. But anyway, yeah, good week. I'd say nothing overly exciting. Um, it was great to just have a good week. I'm trying to think, yeah, nothing. It's great to have a good week. Hey, I want you to look at something. Okay, yeah. these are our bulletins from today. Oh, this is a surprise. Okay. Gonna, Just for okay. the, for the okay. sake of listeners, I okay. hand Rick yeah. our bulletin from mm-hmm. church today, which is a combination between uh, basically substances up in Ashland, yep. kind of similar aesthetic, yeah, yes. and yours. Uh-huh. Um, we put the lyrics in there, which I got to tell you has been so nice just having the lyrics in there. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to worry about someone doing slides. We don't have to worry about yes. uh, that getting messed up or a computer crashing or something like that. Uh, not that it crashes too much because mm-hmm. we use Apple. but um, is there anything in there that you notice? Are you looking for something particular? I am. Okay. okay. And I let me let me look here. Oh, here's a bridge. Well, no, no. Here's what's, what's the first song? License. What's the first song? Um, ten thousand reasons. Nope. No. No. Re- this is a radical song. Leaning on the everlasting arms. Okay. What are the lyrics? Yeah. So you have a wrong song. <laughs> Um, here I am to worship should be the title on that one. <laughs> yep. What's the next song? Here I am to worship. <laughs> okay. Well, how do those lyrics compare? <laughs> um, they're the same. They're the same. Identical. And we you, and had you it have scheduled. the same identical uh, CCLI numbers. That means I'm on top of the CCLI Great stuff. Job. So that that's what I wanted you to see. We write out like our um, order of service on the front of the bulletin, and we put on their first song after the call to worship is "Leaning on the Everlasting Arms." Wes is leading that yes. and we all let's start singing and i look down and i'm like oh shoot is and that I, what you thought and i look up and people are like looking around like the, what were were the lyrics it's, now is wes he is singing he, he's using sheet music so he has leaning. his own thing yeah so he's, he's leaning uh-huh you guys were not and so about one line into it i was like hey guys <laughs> failed to put the lyrics in there super sorry my bad just sing along. <laughs> and so, yeah. Which was even greater because um, of the fact we had a couple we had a couple of visitors. Yeah. And so a couple guys, uh, shout out to to Josh and Austin, uh, swung by and I asked like, "Hey, how did you hear about the how did you hear about the church plant?" And Josh goes, "Actually, I'm a listener to the podcast." <laughs> which tip of the cap, Josh. <laughs> thank you for listening and thank you for swinging by. A couple really cool dudes. Um, Josh works for UPS and he's like he's like, "Yeah, I've just been crushing your podcast while um, out delivering. I'm like, shucks, man. Thank you. 
And so I'm like, man, these guys, like, they have, they have a sliver of respect for me. This feels good. <laughs> they don't know me. First song. <laughs> the lyrics are Out wrong. the window. I was like, you got to be kidding me, Rob. Come on. <laughs> so that was, that was a nice humbling experience. Hey, I've done something similar to that before, I'm sure. You want to share that story to make me feel better? Um, I don't, I'm trying to remember. Like, I literally packed that bulletin in my bag to show you. There was, there's been times where I've like, had a wrong word or like a something like that, but I'm trying to remember if I've one ever wrong word. Not well, that's happened many, many times. To I'm trying to remember if I've had like wrong. the wrong song under the right wrong heading. I have done is had the wrong the songs in the wrong order in the yeah, bulletin. Yeah, um, I which, started putting page numbers on there. Yeah, which is super helpful. Yeah, for that reason. Um, no, but I've never messed up like that, Rob. Dude, Way I was to up go. to like twelve thirty last night, just like uh, trying to button things up. And did you print these out last night or this morning? No, I printed them out this morning. I'm telling you. Can I tell you? Can like. One of the biggest things to to ride and die by, print these on Friday. That's a good idea. Never. Dude, Danielle says print them on Wednesday. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. And whatever. Come Saturday night. And I'm like, Dude, still I, finishing it. There's been so many times that I have like gone to print on Saturday night. or It's just the most stressful thing. You're yeah. trying to get the sermon ready. You got all these other things going on in your mind. The setup. Like these could have been done days ago. Do them so days true. ago. So true. Because sometimes your printer will, will crap out. Something will happen. Yeah. So... Our printer's printing really slow. And because I was yeah. scratching for time, I didn't have time to test it and take out the color cartridges. Yeah. Anyway, hey, yeah. this looks great, though. <clears throat> I'm, I'm looking at this, and I'm, I'm loving them. Um, I, th I think so. Oh, shucks, I think thanks. I've maybe seen a, a picture of them. Yeah. What I am liking um, is you have an extra page here because you guys are doing two songs. We're, we're, right now, we're doing four songs. We always close the doxology. Okay. And then we have three songs in between, but we're trying, like, eventually we'll bump it up to more. Um, I would like to sing okay, at least four you. full songs in the doxology. But right now, just meeting in a living room, COVID yes. being weird, everyone's singing, we just have it at three. Gotcha. No, that's great. I love it. Um, I have more clutter in the back that I don't like than you do. I like how you clean this up a little bit, Rob. Well, Way to go. Took the design from you. This part. You and Substance. Anywho, it's great, Rob. How was your week, buddy? It was good. It was good. Oh, um, wait, I want to go back, circle back to that. Okay. So Rob told me about these guys that showed up in his church. Yeah, really cool listeners. dudes. And um, I was like shocked. And I think we've said this before. Listeners, um, are, we have faithful listeners who yeah. listen. And I'm just always so surprised when people are like, oh, dude, I love the podcast. Listen to it all the time. I'm like, man, are you serious? Like, are we talking about the same podcast? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> And I was thinking about that today because we were talking about it. They they brought it up. I'm like, dude, my wife doesn't even listen. But <laughs> we got a good laugh out of that. Yeah. But Danielle was like, I hear you guys talk enough. I don't need to listen to you. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But that's true. But I just don't take myself mm -mm. seriously enough. Um, no, nor should you. Maybe not enough. Just I just don't take myself very seriously. <laughs> I might. It might be just the right amount. Not taking myself seriously. Yeah. But yeah. when when I hear other people being encouraged by, it, I'm genuinely encouraged. Yes. And so thank you. Uh, Josh, for your kind words. Um, Thanks, Josh. Hope to meet, Ethan meet you one day. Also, sent us a message on Patreon, um, oh. and it was really encouraging. I I didn't come prepared, so I don't have it ready to read to you. But sorry, Ethan. I remember reading it, and I haven't responded, Ethan. But uh, hopefully, by the time this <laughs> drops, I have responded. <laughs> He's um, gone. He's gone. Exactly. By now. <laughs> but super encouraging. Uh, so very grateful for the encouragement that uh, y'all have, have been giving. And us that was recently. the guy you said was going to give us five hundred a month. <laughs> Just <kidding>. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he is a new supporter, so okay. thank you very much. That's Ethan. exciting. Yeah, um, that makes four at least. I think <laughs> we're at four, baby. This thing is growing. <laughs> Take it off, baby. <laughs> it's been a COVID year, so we're okay with uh, yeah, yeah. uh twenty five percent growth <laughs> or thirty three percent growth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we are. This is the last episode for the year. This is it. We are taking a break for December. Yep. Um, we took Spend a break in family. July, and we'll do take December off. So. Uh, yeah, sorry we're not going all year long, but we need a break. Rob? Our family needs us. Yeah, to I'll be break. honest, it's mostly our, our wives and our children. I, I love doing this. This is uh, relaxing for us. It is. It is. It's very nice. Now, Rick, okay, so today. I was going to say something. Yeah, that's okay. Um, before we even get into it, I do want to mention um, that today's podcast is brought to you by the CSB Holy Land Illustrated Bible. 
head on yes. over to csbholylandillustratedbible.com. Mm. Really nice, swanky website. They did a great job. Whoever did the graphic design, whoever did the, the layout, well done. Give yourself a pat on the back. <laughs> We're huge fans of the CSB. Yes, um, some of us more than others. It's my, <laughs> it's my translation of choice, and I'm working on getting that to be the translation at our church. It was funny because I, I was actually thinking... Who's the, who's the lead pastor? I, I remember, yeah. I, it's slipping my mind. Who's the lead pastor <laughs> over there at Citizens Westerville? Elder, elder led. Elders led. So even though we only have one have, right now, we okay. are, we've got... Has he been installed yet? No. Um, we'll put him before the congregation at the first member meeting, December 6th. Sounds like you're the only one here, buddy. I know, I know. <laughs> Working on it. He seems, he seems open I'm to it. I'm ragging on Robert about this. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that because like, oh man, loyalties. Josh says he listens and he sees. Oh, you thought about this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I hope I'm not coming across as hypocritical here because right now we're in the ESV. Um, he may not have thought about it, but now maybe he has. But either way, um, I would yes. love to get to the CSB. I do love that translation. It does a phenomenal job staying accurate to the original languages while also being in today's yeah. language. So beautiful no, thing. I used the I used the Holy Land Bible this week as I was preparing for my you, sermon. It is a it is it's a good. really handy Bible. I was, I was telling them about it today and just how helpful uh, some of those articles are yeah. in it. And so would really encourage you guys to check it out, pick up a copy, um, and just in case you didn't know, dun, dun, dun. we are giving one away. Do you, so, do you remember all the rules for that? You got that written down? You literally just have to be a Patreon supporter. Oh, so right now, four yeah, people that's right. are eligible. Way to go, And Ethan. you can give just a dollar a month. It's fine. We're, we're not going to give extra um, ballots. For every or, dollar you get, you get an extra yeah, ballot. Nope, not, not going to play that game. <laughs> if you are a supporter, then you are eligible to get this Bible. And you don't even have to pay for shipping. We will, we will pay the price for shipping. So there you that's go. your sweeter deal. That's so, a pretty good deal. I mean, if you're a Patreon supporter, you have a 25% at this point. And 25% it, it, chance of winning? <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. I like but it, Bob. It's a nice Bible. You'll benefit from it in your, in your studies. Um, yeah, check it out. CSB Holy Land Illustrated Bible.com. There you go. Okay, cool. When, so today... When, when does that end? Um, we the we end said of the end of November. So yeah. basically, after this episode, you got to get in on it. And then we will announce the winner in December. So We're not doing an episode in December. Well, I'm saying we'll like announce it on social media. Maybe we should do an, a special episode for that. Yeah, maybe we will. Flying by the seat of our pants we'll here. We'll miss, miss, uh, miss our people. Hmm. Yes. Rob, okay. you, want, you want some peanuts? Nope, I'm good right now. Okay. But we, you can tell by the title um, that we are <laughs> we don't know what we're doing. giving some Thanksgiving here. This episode releases the day before Thanksgiving, but there's a twist that Rick doesn't know about. Thanksgiving's on a Thursday this year. Mm. You see that? <laughs> no. <laughs> 2020, man. It's screwing us all up. It's getting us. The audacity. They put Thanksgiving on Thursday. No. Kelly t- Ned. Uh, Rick. Yes. On the 15th, just turned mm. 30. Yeah, baby. Rick is now an old man. His yep. AARP card is in the mail if he hasn't gotten it already. Dude, if I could get a senior coffee, <laughs> I would. <laughs> Take full advantage of that. So uh, Rick's 30. He's no longer in his 20s. Um, and so I wanted to kind of throw this out there because in a previous episode we talked about how Rick kind of likes doing things from the seat of his pants. <laughs> I'm more, I prep things. I like to prep things. Rick is... I pay for it too. I'll tell you that right now. Well, you might pay for it in this episode. <laughs> so what I wanted to do was pull back the curtain, give the listeners a little bit of a peek into your life. And I wanted to ask you, in light of Thanksgiving... Yeah. What, what am I thankful for? <laughs> yeah. What original. were some of the highlights of your 20s? What were some of the lowlights? <laughs> what are things, good and bad, that you were thankful for that happened in your 20s? And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then we'll, we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. But let's start with that. What, what were, give, give me a few highlights from your 20s. So let's start with your early 20s, from 20 to 23. <laughs> Come on, there's got to be something. Um, I got to think about what happened. <laughs> that was 10 years ago. Um, well, first of all, I would just say I'm pumped to be 30, but I had this like epiphany today or yesterday, okay, about being 30. I'm like, yeah, hey, it's going to be 30. I'm excited to be 30. Um, I'm like when you enter into a new decade, you're kind of like in a new, you're not like in a new crowd, but you're kind of like you're in a new, in a new decade, in a new decade. So when you started your 20s, like you're the young 20 guy, you don't, don't know much. Now I'm like at the bottom of the decade. That's right. So you're like the young pup again. 
like oh as far as 30 year olds go like yep. oh you're you're 30 you're you know but you're how's that st- feel being 30 yeah i mean is 30 like a nice sweet dude i'm digging like it. i'm old enough to be it's only been like a week well i mean t- tell me how it's been it's been great it hasn't even been a week no it'd be a week today yeah 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 yeah. Right. one full week you're already losing <laughs> <Yeah>. your memory <laughs> yeah. it's going quick old age hits hard it's the kids um no it's been good i mean i don't think about it a whole lot but it's been good yeah. all right so what were some okay, highlights so highlights uh let's just 20. say early 20s you don't have yeah, to yeah so here's if it's ones. 24 I, I said 20 to 23 if it ends up being no 24, i know you're a you legalist rob nobody's you really are. gonna gonna audit this um in my early 20s i went on several mission trips where'd you go um primarily to london uh england birmingham england italy um i was with you for all of this you were not, but but I appreciate that. Nope, all of them. Nope, but I appreciate that. <laughs> we took one trip together. We went to all those locations. Birmingham, mm-hmm. London. Yes, we did. Italy, Paris. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So that was those are some great travel years, just mission trips, met some amazing people. Um, side note, I was sharing this with our congregation this morning. Uh, I met a guy named Gary Witherall on a trip, and Gary and his, his first wife were missionaries in Lebanon. Yeah. And on November 21st, 2002, she was martyred. She was shot in Lebanon uh, for sharing the gospel. And I just remember him sharing that. And this 18 years ago, as this recording comes yesterday. Wow. So um, just people like that, just able to meet some phenomenal people and hear stories that were life changing. Um, I was in community college at Columbus State. Hey, yo, CSCC, baby. That's right. Getting some good college credits there. Um, that was before Jerry Falwell recruited you. Yeah, before you start yeah. throwing that money my way. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I we did our trip. Means a big life change in moving churches. Yeah, when I was yeah. 20, 22, 23. and um, it was hard but good. Which you did. Uh, this is a little bit of a a tangent here, but you did that the right way. Um, I'm sure there might have been some things know. that you would have done differently. But for for anyone out there who's considering leaving um, a church that they've been a part of for a while. Even if you haven't been a part of it for a long time, this is still a good principle, but especially if you've been a part of it for a good amount of time, sit down with the pastor. Just just tell him what you're concerned about, what what are some of the reasons why you feel like you need to move on to a different church. Um, you were telling me about that, and I thought to myself, man, like, tip of the cap. Like, that that's that's the right thing to do. I'm sure those conversations were a little bit awkward, um, but and I'm sure they weren't exactly fun, especially um, the day of and a few days after as you're kind of letting the dust settle, but... Yeah. Hats off to you for doing that. If, if yes. anyone's out there thinking about stepping away, then I would I would encourage you to to just talk with your pastor. Yeah, no, it was it was hard. It was good. Um, I think like uh, the fruit. It's only by the Lord's goodness that I was I was able to do it that way and have you know. Anyway, it's been good because as I'm still in the somewhat in the area, um, it is able to I'm able to connect with that church still and some of those leaders and it, yep. it didn't burn any bridges per se They're great guys so that was that was really good um yeah man i don't know uh what else happened 23 yeah yeah so that's that's 20 to 23 there you go rob all right nice where'd you work during those times oh, okay what is this is a biography or yeah, what? yeah um probably i always work construction um on and off i've done i still yeah. do that Done that what time are you getting up tomorrow for construction? 4.30. 4.30. in the I morning. I think there's a TED talk about like how 4 a.m. is the worst hour of the day. Try getting up at 3. Well, I... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Next time you're going to try up at 2. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, trying to think back then, I somewhere in there I worked at a, a window factory here, Jeldwin, mm. which Rob worked at for a month. And if that, if that, yeah, I guys are like three weeks, and then much better job. An internship came around, and I yeah. was like, "Yes, please." Yeah, it was not a great place, but spent a summer doing night shifts there. Um, terrible, terrible experience, but very moti- motivating. <laughs> Play the cards, um, Becky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that I trying to think, what else well, I did? I think I started at Ariel Corporation, another factory here in town. Chose there for a couple years. Um, yeah. They basically own this town. Pretty much. Um, great company. Yeah, it is. Um, I'm try, I think at that point, yeah, that's probably it. Construction stuff, um, auction company, worked for an auction company for a while. I've always done like a lot of different things. Worked at Sears for a little bit, delivered yeah. appliances. Yeah. That would have been then. 
Yeah. Worked on farms. Which of those of were your favorite? Dude, me and my best friend, John, I delivered appliances. Yep. That was a party. Every <laughs> yeah. day. Dude, we, we had this beat up truck. We'd go in and we'd see what was to be delivered that day. We'd fill up the truck. It was just like all day long, just going, having a blast. Yep. And everyone, like almost everyone, like was super nice, loved us. There was occasional like people who were just kind of difficult. But anyway. Then you get to complain about them. Yeah. Together, yeah, which makes it like awesome. yeah, they people. more manageable. <laughs> exactly. Dude, we had a blast at that job. Sadly, it only lasted for a couple couple months. But anyway, uh, yeah, there you go. Okay. 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 So Sears was your favorite. Yeah. Okay. And just because of my friend, my best yeah, friend was there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. Now, okay. was it in your early twenties that you transitioned into ministry, or was um, it mid twenties? No, it would have been. It was the fall of 2014. Okay. So, yeah, I, I was 23, getting ready to turn 24. Okay. 23 when I started. So that's a good transition. Um, so now Rick, mm. behind the mic, enters 23 to 24, enters his <laughs> mid-20s, starts to see life a little bit more. Um, he starts to recognize he's immortal. Yeah. He yeah. is a mortal. Start putting I, on I weight. I say that. Yeah. Put that right there. Well, Wait, I, I was going to be the one to say it, but you're, yeah, that's accurate. And... Um, <laughs> I remember being in Italy and you, you were like, Hey, like what are some good, cause I, I was in college playing baseball yeah. and you like, that, you that or I was just done. And so you were like asking million dollar man over workout here. advice, not anymore. And you, and you were like, what are some things that I can do like without joining a gym? And you're like, cause I'm really worried about like, I'm gaining weight. And we were looking at pictures of you during that time. We're like, Rick, you were so small. You <laughs> didn't I look like you were gaining weight. Filled out a little bit. Well, see, okay, so here, here's what happened. I have just high metabolism. Mm-hmm. Grew up always doing like physical stuff, working, all that stuff. So I was like skinny and like defined because yeah. of that. And so once definition began to, to go away, I was like, oh, man, I got to work on that, you know? Um but I've since added more. I mean, I'm thinking this is a guess, Rob. But I would guess on that trip, I was probably I probably weighed one fifty five or one sixty. Okay, I'm five nine. Okay, I was gonna say that's five, good nine and a half. Okay, so I'm not that. I'm, and now I weigh what like one seventy eight. Yeah. So I've obviously put on a pound or two. Obviously, trying to get that down. <laughs> uh, we're working on that. Some days more diligently than other others, but yeah. There okay, you go. so you enter your mid twenties. Yeah. You realize you are a mortal. <laughs> Won't live forever. Your body is changing. It's a confusing time for you. <laughs> <laughs> Things are happening that I didn't know. <laughs> Rob, could you, you enter, expound upon that <laughs> for the listeners? You enter ministry. Mm-hmm. Tell us what's going through your head. What the heck am I doing? <laughs> I, I remember being so jealous that you yeah. were in ministry because I so badly wanted to be in ministry. It's like, Rick just got the dream job. He gets paid to do ministry. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here still trying to get that. <laughs> so jealous of that. Um, so when I started, it was very part-time. I was working. This is the irony of it. I was working the weekend shift at Ariel, and I was being the youth pastor, uh, paid for like 12 hours a, a week. And I remember leaving the office uh, – the, the the senior pastor at the church and like they just said hey this is yours uh, we had met I had said okay I'm, I'm gonna do this yeah. you know and it, at that point it was just like part time mm-hmm. part time and interim yep. not like the for sure long term guy um so anyway so we do that and I decide like man I gotta take this in so I, I remember driving to a park um, in the area and just like sitting on this picnic table thinking what. What am I going to do? Um, I had known for a little bit of time now, like there's an interest there and a desire there, but I, the doors had never opened. I never even pursued. I was never asking for that. Um, anyway, long story short, like I just remember thinking, I have no idea what I'm doing. But it probably wasn't overly surprising. There had been a lot of people in your life that had said to you that you should pursue yeah, vocational yeah, ministry. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And, and so like... Yeah, not surprising, but just like this is it. Like I'm, yeah. I'm now coming into this. Like yeah. I'm stepping you, into it. You've arrived. Yeah, this is. I mean, I'm the man. <laughs> I mean, Augustine Spurgeon. Yeah, Rick, you're Rob on the Lick. wall. So, um, yep. anyway, so we, I do that, and that I'm, I'm working the weekend shift, so I'm not even on church on Sunday mornings. Hmm. Getting paid to to run the youth ministry. Do that for almost a year, mm-hmm. um, and then. 
I'm able to to go still part time, but go more f- with the church. Leave the factory job and yep. um, which finish school. Yeah, which you weren't exactly wanting to do. I remember you wrestling with that as to whether or not you should leave that job because you were making some inroads with some coworkers. Yeah, yeah it was. It, it took a long time, but like finally having conversations with guys who. Obviously, they're not going to church because they're all working the weekends, and they're hardly ever around mm-hmm. Christian people that are like at you know sharing their faith. And just remember, like towards the end of that time, um, just being faithful and praying for these guys or whatever, and them seeing, seeing fruit, just seeing yeah. fruit of the labor. So that was good, but it was hard. It was hard to walk to walk away from that. I still think about that a decent amount today, actually. Um, <clears throat> well, just the blessing of like when you when you work at a place. Like it's awesome. It's awesome. You're in this situation, Rob. It's awesome to be able for me to be able to paid to do full time ministry with the church. But when you're able to be around people, you get paid to be around people to do a job. You have immediate connection with people. Yeah. You're around them. Yep. You relationally have to spend time with them, and it just there's doors there that most pastors do not have. Yeah. So it's just a blessing. Um, it's a major blessing to be able to view your vocation. Truly, as a full time ministry, no well, matter what you're doing. On on my favorite podcast, aside from Simple Theology, of course. On uh, you, you listen called, to other podcasts. I do, I do. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I, I'm not monogamous in my relationship with podcasts. Let's just put it that way. Rob's and, a Mormon podcast. Just kidding. <laughs> I know they. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Let's get away from that comment. <laughs> I was yeah okay. Anyways, shouldn't say. But the this podcast is called Pastors Talk. By nine marks, um, Mark Dever talks about that um, he he was hesitant to go in ministry because he loved the aspect of being around non-believers mm-hmm. consistently. Yeah, and and so like kudos to you um, for having a similar men- mindset of, of like, man, this is this is a great opportunity. I'm enjoying this. These are these are opportunities that I'm not going to have once I do go full time in ministry. And so just wanted to encourage you yeah, with that. Thank you. You're in good company. Thank you. I don't know how long we're going on this thing. Has it been a while? We're gonna we're just gonna keep rolling. We're All at 20, right. 26 minutes, which Jeez. means we're probably at like twenty seven, twenty seven and a half. Once we add in the intro, that's terrible. This can't be that entertaining. Well, it might not be, but you know what? <laughs> Doug on it. We're gonna keep going. Act like this is for your kids. They might listen to it someday if this is still on the internet. Posterity. Um. All right. What was that after that? You were asking something about. Yeah. So you enter into ministry. Yeah. So you're hesitant to do it. You finish school. Yeah. I've been doing school. I'm. Um. It takes. I'm. I'm part time at the church for like a year doing school and um, all that good stuff. Yep. And then, yeah, so I'm in the process of going through ordination with the denomination we were part of at the time and um, all that all that stuff. So there you go. Okay. okay. Um, what else? How long are you part-time before you go full-time? Well, actually, before we even get to that, um, you said you weren't able to attend on Sunday mornings. Yes. How was that for you? So un- Spiritually. I mean, not not actually gathering with the body that you're you're shepherding in a way. I mean, you're, you're a pastor there. Yeah. So I was a youth pastor and, uh, still a pastor. Yep. Yep. Sure is. It wasn't quite viewed the same as I would have, like I would now. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're, they were practicing all the plurality of eldership, I think. But anyway, uh, yeah. So on one hand, it was super awkward because I'm with these kids week in, week out, meet some of their parents, but then there's a whole segment of the church and I had been attending there for like a year. Yeah. Four to five hundred people. Yep. So I had no I began to know a lot of people, but not everyone. And the only time I could go is Christmas and Easter. So I go You're there. You're a Christmas and Easter guy. Right. And on staff. There's all these people who I have no idea who they are. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know which ones of these are regular attenders, who's not. They're not like paying my paycheck. But yeah. so it was weird. Um it was difficult. Just being separate, you're you're not taking communion regular regularly. You're you're missing out on the rhythms of the church. Um, so that was very very difficult. Thankfully, I had a couple Christian brothers who we were able to like on Sundays take our breaks and read scripture and pray and stuff yeah. like that together. Yeah. But yeah, it was difficult. Um, but there's guys who like that's just. I'm I'm hesitant to be dogmatic. Like you have to quit that job and go do something else. Um, if you can do something else that opens you up to be able to be with the body on Sunday. Like, yeah. And strive for that. Strive as hard as you can for that. Yeah. But for some people, it's just not an option. Yeah. And so that's hard. And so the church needs to do their due diligence. If they're, that person's a member, it, like, I know it's confusing and it might rub some of people the wrong way, but like, 
how do you you need to strive to shepherd that person mm-hmm. in the midst of that? Yeah, <clears throat> and this is no indictment on on that church. Um, some people who are more bold than myself, who I might agree with, might might come down a little bit harder. But yeah, that's fine. W- would you would you if you were in their shoes, make that decision to bring somebody on staff who's not able to attend on the Lord's Day? Not in the capacity I was in. Okay. So in the pastoral it, capacity. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. I agree with you. Okay. So you Thanks. now are part-time and you eventually go full-time. How long are you part-time? Um, two, almost two years. Okay. Yeah. Two years part-time. Yep. And then what, what, what was that conversation like going full-time? Give me the, show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> was it you that, that, show me that asked money. for it? Was it then that said, Hey, we're ready to do this. Uh, the stipulation was finish, finish college finish your, yep. your undergrad and we'll have you full-time um which I, I i i don't didn't like that decision um because i was getting a business major had nothing to do with my yeah, right. my vocation but it you know it's whatever so i think they more than anything wanted me to make sure i finished school and i didn't just be like yeah i don't need it you know so mm-hmm. yeah it was good they th- that was a stipulation your emotions when when you do get finished with school and you're going full-time Good, yeah, positive, very, very positive. Um, it was a bit different, though, and here's why. When this is um, a weird thing that for for pastors, sometimes like it depends on the size of the church, and, and but like I was doing every, all my things on my part time stuffing and a little extra, yeah. right? And now I get paid full time, and I'm like, okay, so I have a few extra hours. Like, what am I going to do with that? And like we found, like took over the missions team and outreach stuff like that, but like early on I'm like man I have an ex-. like I was doing all this with a certain amount of time so it freed up a lot of time to go and be with people that yeah, I didn't have yeah. before to hang out and, and like build relationships um but I think where pastors people who are ministry can be confused is like okay I get paid for I don't know, 50 hours a week yeah so that's gonna be like 40 hours office 10 hour relationship with with people right in the church and you find yourselves doing more work, like spending more time on a bulletin or more time mm-hmm. on a sign yeah, or more yeah, yeah. time on a, a some kind of plan, uh-huh. just find a plan, then you really need to and you should spend more time with people, with mm-hmm. the people in your church. So as this is going on, <clears throat> what are some things that were surprises to you? Being in ministry, whether part-time, full-time, or some surprises that I didn't expect ministry to be like this? Well, these are vulnerable questions. Yeah. Um, I think I... I was thinking there'd be more um, camaraderie, okay. m- more like cohesion among the, the elders and the pastors, especially the elders of the church, like that I was disappointed to, to find out like, man, this is, I remember going to my first elder meeting and just like, oh, that was terrible. <laughs> and the guy's like, this is a pretty good elder meeting. I was just like, what? <laughs> um, but as I, like, as I, you know, you're green, you know nothing, you know? Yeah. And so you begin to understand, like, man, this is these are heavy, heavy burdens mm-hmm. that these men are, are working through and deciding, and and so it's not easy. It's not fun a lot of the time, but it's good. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, surprising. I don't say it's bad, but it was just like, okay, that's good to know. Um, yep. Yeah, I think just the expectation. Okay, now you're now you're paid for for forty hours. Now you're an official pastor. Hmm. Yeah. Like you were in charge of shepherding before and you were teaching and preaching and whatever. But now that you're full time, like now you're a real pastor. It's like, okay, that's, that's not cool, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so during this time, what, what was something that was difficult that happened, but you're grateful it happened because it helped form you and shape you? Don't get too, yeah. Don't get too, Rick's doing a fishing. <laughs> analogy Rob's, Rob's patient for something exactly no 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 I'm not none of these questions are written down I'm literally just trying to get better insight into what was going on during that time what are some things is this, is we're, gonna, about things? we're not even halfway through the whole decade yep I bet we're over halfway through the episode but if we're not it's the last one of the year it can be a little bit longer <laughs> our wives are like where are they <laughs> no it's the kids are screaming and freaking out um, what was the question again <clears throat> what was something that happened during those early years of ministry that you that was painful at the time or difficult at the time, but you, looking back, are really grateful that the Lord used that and allowed you to go through it. Yeah. And you don't have to get overly detailed here. I'm not trying to put you in a vulnerable situation. <laughs> <laughs> Rick's doing gestures right too, now. That... Too late. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I The ordination process was very difficult 
Yeah, I remember um, you sharing some of that with me. You know, you you studied, just studied and studied and studied, memorized. How many passages did you have memorized? It's like 76 or something. Yeah, it was a lot. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but it was a lot. And then you go without notes or anything before these men and pretty much they ask you a million and a half questions and you, you answer it all yep. from memory about the Bible. And they ask you a bunch of questions about yourself and all this stuff. Um, so that was good, but it was difficult, very probing, very like exposing for me. Um, I feel like there was this idea that, oh, I'm in ministry now. I, I'm going like the, the spiritual rhythms, the godly character, the traits that, that I need to be a, I should have to be a pastor or elder are going to come easier, mm. and they did not. Yeah. Um, so you're preaching more, you're teaching more, so you're in the Word more, which is good. But it didn't like fo- always foster like this, a greater love for Jesus. Um, and if anything, it it pushed me to be more. Um, I don't want to say like hide my sin, but just be like, okay, I have to like keep a certain level of yeah, like oh, I'm doing well or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was unhealthy. And it, it wasn't like extreme, I wouldn't say by any means. But you know, there's just that push. Like your Piper has a book. We're not professionals. Yeah. But you're literally getting paid. To lead mm-hmm. Christians mm-hmm. and to be a good Christian, yeah, in a sense. Yep. That that's not a biblical thing, but that's a cultural thing. Yeah, that's unhealthy. Um. So anyway, that's one thing or or something there. Um. Yeah, I went through a really hard relationship with someone who was um, on staff at the church. We dated for ten months, didn't go well. That fell apart. That was awkward. Um. She was still on staff. I was on staff. She left. Um. And yeah, it was just, that was something that was not, um, not fun. <laughs> Could imagine. There you go. <clears throat> okay. Um, wow. You really made this a bit of a downer. Um, <laughs> you said, well you done, know, man. What Jeez. was the question? What was the question? <laughs> I thought I answered the question. What was a hard thing in ministry? You said, yeah, I, I'm totally messing with you mostly. And you are now getting ready to make another transition at this time toward ministry still. Mm-hmm. But you're starting to feel the call toward church planting. Uh, this is still a couple years away. This is 2015, 16. Okay. 20, that happened in the, the very end of 2017. Yep, yep, yep. So, you want me to fill in those years? If you want to. Yeah, met my wife. This is your podcast. You do your thing. You're, you're darn right it is. Gosh. Gosh darn it. <laughs> so, Rob, tell me about when you were 13. Um, <laughs> no, so, yeah. Let's see. That happened 2016. Candace and I, we had known each other. We had actually tried to date. Uh, earlier that didn't work out we um candace's fault i'm sure yeah of course um <laughs> no it was good like genuinely the, the lord's goodness because if we had tried to like seriously date back then i don't think we would have stayed together yeah. and we would have like tried it again so um anyway so we yeah we started to date went on some dates where'd got, you go got engaged got married how long did you date before you got engaged oh i was i think six months Nice. Not long. Then we got married five years. I, I recommend that. Later. I mean, so. you know, you know, like, don't yeah, have a long engagement. Exactly. We had a long engagement. Yeah. Terrible idea. How long were you engaged for, Rob? A year and nine months. Rob, what was that like? Not easy. Not good. You get, you make a funny comment? <laughs> I was <laughs> You're going. holding it. I see you, like, twitching over there. <laughs> All right, moving on. Um... <laughs> Okay, okay. I so wish I, I so wish I could just like pause and make my comic and then <laughs> Hold keep on to going. It. Tell me off the air later. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we got married. We um a yeah, month and a half later we get pregnant, which was not planned, but lo and behold, we're uh you know, two months into marriage and we find out we're having a baby. So that Fertile Myrtle. Yeah, you know, when you're good, you got <laughs> <laughs> We <laughs> So then um, at that point, we still on staff full time as as an associate pastor at a church and things are going well. We feel a weird thing that the Lord is beginning to call us to church plant in Mount Vernon. And a couple things I'd say about that. I'm not, 
I definitely do not discredit people who feel like a, a divine call to, mm-hmm. to a certain thing or a certain ministry. At the same time, I think the Lord calls us all to certain things, and we just have to like be faithful. If He opens doors, He opens doors. But as long as we're faithful, yeah, and going the direction He wants us to go, meaning like we're living as He has called us to live, yep. then whether we're in ministry, whatever we're doing, we're in God's will. And if he opens the doors and we, fall, we walk through those. Anyway, yep. we're feeling Kevin a burden. Kevin has a good, good yeah. book on that. We're, we're feeling a, a burden for Mount Vernon. This is our hometown. Um, weird thing is I, I have no desire before to church plant. Very limited desire actually to be a lead pastor. And the Lord begins to kind of work in our hearts. Robert has been talking about church planting for years at this point. I'm like, hey, man, that's awesome. Cool. Go do that. And then the Lord starts to, to do this in our heart. We start praying. Um, long story short, we begin the slow process of praying about church planting in Mount Vernon, um, talking to people about that, and, you know, eventually plant a church. Yeah. The process of planting a church, I should say. But yeah, so that's up, we're now up, now up to modern day. Oh, we had another kid in that process. Yeah, you did. Bought a house. <clears throat> so so the, I will say, like the last July 1st, Candace and I celebrated three years of marriage, and in that three years, we've had two two kids, moved several times, and uh, planted a church. And so there's been a lot happening in those three Pretty years. Pretty run in the mill three, three years. Yeah. First three years. Yeah. Hopefully it slows down a little bit. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, oh, back. Let's rewind a minute. Okay. 2016. Follow 2016. Oh, Robert and Trump. I. Trump gets elected yes highlight in your in your life no but we go to australia (laughs) yes and that was a highlight that dude that was and new zealand let's talk about that trip (laughs) we're only like a half an hour or 40 minutes in this thing yeah we're like 40 it was was a phenomenal trip trip of a lifetime um i'd love to go back i was thinking about that today like man i wish i could move to australia australia's great beautiful australia now granted pete showed us like all the best places but that was literally only on one half one half of the continent we went up the gold coast half. Just like it was the, like one i mean it was like a no, tenth of it i know I'm, I'm just saying like i know we didn't see half of all the continent but we saw the you literally said half <laughs> we saw the right half coast are you saying we saw the wrong half <laughs> no. what if you're looking south i'm saying it'll be the, everyone the says go to melbourne as well it was the west coast east we, coast sorry we, yeah, we were east on coast. the east coast um but yeah I, I would love to go back and, and check out melbourne apparently they have amazing coffee like better who than, does it these days well i'm just Let's saying just like, like people think that portland or seattle is like the coffee capital of the world and people who really know their coffee say actually no 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 hold your horses melbourne is better huh. that's what i've heard i've never had a cup from there i hope to there you go yeah yeah okay so we go to uh australia australia peter lewis australia. shout to you peter Pe- yep peter 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 from Peter, the Hunger Games. Peter. We're actually pretty close with Peter. Um, he tells us all the stories from the He's Hunger dead. Games. I almost said she. It's been so long. Um, man, Robert and I were way in those books. The Hunger yeah. Games book. Peter's not dead. <laughs> I don't know. I, I lost track. Um, anyway, yeah. That was a great trip. Thank yep. you, Pete, for being an amazing friend and an amazing tour guide. Amazing. Shout out to all the people. I'm trying to think. Of, I can't remember their names. People we met in Australia. Australia. Yeah, I can't remember their names either. But You're great, good folk. People. Good, good people. <laughs> Salt of the earth. <laughs> They're good people. <laughs> no, but seriously, um, Pete, your family are probably the nicest people oh, in the world. Oh, my word, dude. They took such good care of us. Phenomenal people. Yeah. Very hospitable. Very loving. Mm-hmm. Just got cool brothers. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Hustled Robert and Poole. Remember that? Yeah. I was not happy. Anyway, Rob, what else do you want to know about me? Um, what was your, what's the coolest place you've ever gone in your 20s? <laughs> Um, in my 20s, the coolest place, golly gee willikers. I don't know, to be honest. I'd say New Zealand for me. You were with us, but yeah. you may have been somewhere cooler. Yeah, no, that's probably it. Like that, traveled more than that was really cool. Um, sometimes being like, in, I was in Rome for a little bit, and like just the ancientness of the city of Rome was pretty... Is Rome old? I mean, it's a few <laughs> decades old. <laughs> It's a yes. little younger than D.C., but yeah, I mean, it's yeah. old. Washington, Caesar, they were <laughs> contemporaries. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, uh, yeah, probably New Zealand as far as like landscape and all that stuff, just the beauty of the natural beauty. Going to say. Hobbiton. Mm, that was cool. That was very cool. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of more mm. questions here. Yeah, you got nothing. What didn't I cover in your 20s? What was something great that happened or something difficult that happened that I didn't cover? 
I didn't write any of these questions down. I should have, but I didn't. Really, I, don't know. I wanted to take this podcast your style because it's, it's about how, you. How do you like it, by the way? It's not bad because I'm not the one sitting in the hot seat. I just get to ask questions. I'm not the one sitting in the hot seat. If you ask lame questions, which you have been, I okay, just have to give okay. lame answers. So, Listeners, what should I ask? Crickets. Dang it. Um, yeah. I, something else about my 20s. I would say that the 20s, like all of life probably, start out slow and just it speeds up. Okay, so advice you would give to yourself at 20? The 20-year-old Rick. Um, or 21. If, you, if you're giving advice to your 21-year-old self, that, no, that's fine no, too. No. 21-year-old, he doesn't need it. Uh, <laughs> no, I would say, hmm, yeah, save more money. <laughs> that would be it. Like, seriously, stop spending money on stupid stuff. Yeah. And I don't feel like I was like ever blowing through money, but I just, if you're not intentional, like really intentional with saving money, you don't. So that would be one thing. Um, Good point. Oh, study a lot harder in school. That would be seriously like, like if you're going to school, if you're paying that money, get a good education yeah. by like working, like educate yourself. Okay. Don't just pass now classes. This, now, yeah, now this is getting a little bit lame. Um, Anyways, um, <clears throat> always make sure you unplug the blender when you leave the house. <laughs> okay, so um, there was something that I did want to ask out of that. Oh, you, you had a quote one time, and I know it's not your quote, but it's, it's a good one that I heard from you. And it was, we overestimate what we can get done in two years and vastly underestimate what we can mm-hmm. get done in 10 years. Yeah, that's a quote I heard. I mean, I think a lot of people have said similar things, but Alistair Begg, uh, okay. preacher out of Cleveland said something about, and he was talking about young, young men in ministry, young pastors. They they get so excited and they will overestimate what they can do in five years, mm. but way underestimate what they can do in ten years. Yeah. So. Okay. And then, what you're most looking forward to in your thirties? Yeah. Um, I think just like rich, like depth, uh, depth of my own spiritual walk and my marriage with our. Boys, hopefully having more, Lord willing, more kids. Yeah. and um, Six more, so to go. Can't, wife can't do it. <laughs> so Blame her, okay. She's had two C-sections, <laughs> so she can only have two more. Um, yeah, I would just say like the depth of relationships, beginning to think about, by the, by the when this decade of life is over for me, when I hit 40, I hopefully will have a lot more wisdom and experience. Um. And hopefully just be a lot more humble, actually. I'd love to see Proclamation Church continue to grow in depth and in impact. Um, so that's a big one. But yeah, I don't know, man, what I'm looking for in the next 10 years. Hopefully pay off my student loans, my, my wife and I's student loans, and which Bernie, uh, Bernie might do that for me. So What? Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I mean, Biden, Joe Biden. They're, say, they're wow. pretty much the same. <laughs> Kamala's BP. They might be very close. Kamala's got it. So um, anyway, yeah, that's probably a lame answer. But okay, so here's a fun one. Okay. I about time. Candace and I went on a, like a mission trip after we got married to Greece. That was good, but I haven't been out of the country since then, and that's a hard thing. So hopefully, I travel more. Yeah, there you go. Um, and then I have a dream of owning a bus. You do. Oh, you do. You've been I talking about this an old for maybe 10 bus. years, maybe more than 10 years. I want to buy an old school bus. I want to turn it into like a home or like a good RV. Um, I can do it for like 10, 15,000. And how does this fit in with your savings uh, goal? Not well. <laughs> <laughs> It'll save you money in the long term. I know at it will. I was talking to someone today at the church gathering. And I said, oh, man, like COVID and all this stuff. Like, I just want to buy a bus. I just want a bus. I just want to hit the road. And they're like, golly, Ned, just buy a bus already. I'm tired of hearing about all this. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> but anyway, that would just be put something. put that in the church budget. I squeeze love, it in there. Know, let the congregation vote it through. I would love to be able to have a bus, um, an old school bus. It would just be a great way for like vacations and everything. Just be awesome. You guys come over. You want to stay in the night? Let me get the bus ready. Yeah, let, me, let me warm up the bus, let me, baby. Let me, warm up the bus. <laughs> warm up the bus. <laughs> That's what I'd be saying as I'm like trying to get you like out of my house into the bus. Um, anyway, yeah. A friend of mine is looking to get a van. Not quite yeah. the same, not as big as, as a bus, but he's looking to get a van that he can take. Apparently you can drive all the way down to like South America. You can drive. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding. You think you because think, the ocean or the Gulf or whatever, but there's like a canal. I don't know if it's the Suez Canal I or like, what. I love that you're like... <laughs> 
I was fascinated. I didn't know you could drive there. I thought you could get to Mexico. I didn't know you could drive where there was land. <laughs> no, from here all the way down there, you can drive. What do you think the Suez Canal is going to keep you I don't back? know if it's the Suez Canal. I'm probably making a fool of myself talking about that's geography. Over, that's over um, in the Middle East. But anyway. It is? Yeah. What's the one in... Uh, Panama? Panama <laughs> Canal. Teddy Roosevelt? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. In my 30s, I want to read more history and geography. <laughs> geography. <laughs> Did you know, actually, that you can drive up to Canada from America? <laughs> You know you can get Did there. Did you know? No, seriously, I'm not land. kidding. You can literally take a vehicle, cross the Canadian border into the Canadian land. I have a friend who's going to do it. I hear they have good I'll local coffee there. <laughs> Small place called Tim Hort Hortons. 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 Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so you got a buddy who's going to take his van all the way down. That, that's his goal. Yeah. Hey, that'd be cool. If yeah. I if like if you if I had new Spanish, that'd be an awesome trip. Not knowing Spanish. Not Might hinder you a little. Yeah. Okay, sweet. We've gone almost an hour long. here. And yeah, the listeners, whoever's made it through this, <laughs> tip of the cap to you. But this this is likely our last episode. Might do one in December to announce the winner of that. Um, Here's the thing. People are going to want to hear about you, Rob. And your birthday well, doesn't come until July. Yeah. But I don't turn 30. I'm not that old. <laughs> I ain't ancient. You've already said you wish you were 30. Yeah, sometimes I do. Um, especially with church planting. <laughs> because they're like, oh, great! Like you're playing. How old are you? He's, I say 28, and it's like, ah, yeah, I know. Paul says like my carpet's older than you. <laughs> yeah, like Paul. Yeah, well, literally, I've heard people be like, I got kids older than you. I'm like, okay. Well, it's, I've said this multiple, multiple times to our people, but there's a good chunk of the of our congregation who have been Christians longer than I've been alive. Yeah, and you're like, okay, well, that's humbling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yep. Anywho, um. Yep. Rob, what's your ideal age? If you could, if you're like not having lived, yeah, past. I've been asked this 20, question before. Twenty four. You're twenty four. Stop it. I'm twenty eight. Um, not having lived past twenty four. What? <laughs> what is like your ultimate? Like, man, if I could just boom. Well, it gets older each time. <laughs> what was it before? Like, it used to be like twenty six. No, it used to be like twenty four, twenty five, something like that, and then you are bumped up to twenty seven, twenty eight, mm. and then and now I'm, I'd probably say low thirties. Okay. Right now, yeah. Honestly, okay. it really just depends the kind of health you're in. I'd say here's the thing: I, I could be wrong. Because if you're in amazing, like best health, best shape of your life, in your low forties, yeah, that's the what, man, like that's what I was gonna pick. That's ideal. Yeah. So that's a lot of work, though. It is a lot of work. Anyway, um, you got any more questions for me, Robert? I'm sure I do, but they might not be appropriate, and we might not have the time for it. So let's hear one that you think's appropriate or not appropriate. Yeah. <sighs> do you actually have not appropriate jokes for me or questions? I don't know about jokes. Um, you are me, 24. Let me ask you this. This is yeah. totally random because you just got a new pair. How <laughs> of underwear? What, what was the <laughs> longest a pair of boots lasted for you? Because you work your boots, like you you I'm wear them. Working. <laughs> <laughs> I put them up on the you table. You work them boots. I put them on the table. Mm-hmm. Right, you do your thing. You make that money. <laughs> How much money are your boots bringing in? <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> exactly. Um. Well, I have a pair of work boots that I've had since my aerial days. Wow. Uh, they're Carolinas. Do you wear them consistently? Every time I work. Uh, construction. So no. Okay. Well, I mean, I wear them at least, <laughs> at least, usually twice a week. Every time I enter that pulpit, I'm every, wearing them. Every uh, every Christmas day <laughs> for two hours. Um, so those have been really good work boots. Just FYI plug for Carolina Boot Company. I want some free boots. If, um, if you guys want to sponsor the podcast, right. you're welcome reach out to, to us at info um, at I recently got some new boots thanks to Rob. and Not thanks to me. You helped pay for them, right? I did. But you got to give other people credit. I helped. Well, I was going to, but you're right here. No, so you gave gonna... me all the credit. And I'll, don't get me wrong. Did I I'm, say I'm that you bought all of them? Did I say you paid all of that? You said I got some new boots thanks to Rob. Thanks to Rob, comma. Oh, okay. And um, Danielle. <laughs> no. Um, let's see here. Thanks to Robert. Thanks to Wyatt. Thanks to the Wallaces. Thanks to the Alexanders. Thanks to the Brunings. Mm. And um, that's it, I think. Oh, they don't listen. <laughs> yeah, they were there. They were at the surprise party. And they helped pay for it. Yeah, you guys are great Swansons. You're my favorite friends. Um, What else was I going to say? Oh, the boots. I had a pair of like Ashton Gray boots, which I loved. Man, I bought two pairs. Give pair. me two <laughs> pair. 
Uh, I don't know what that is. Anyway. So I can get the stomping in my Ashton Grace. Okay. Um. Anyway. <laughs> What's that song called? I don't know what it's called, but the, it, they don't say Ashton Grace. I know it's a surprise. Um, they typically, whenever I hear that song, can't remember the last time I heard it, but whenever I heard it, say Air Force Ones. Oh, because there's two Air Force Ones? Apparently. Yeah, there are. They need two pairs of Air Force Ones. There's two of them. Mm. Did you know that? I didn't. They fly together. Not like... Oh, just in case. Just as, they in case one. Yeah. yeah. Or as a decoy. Wow. Um, anywho. I kind of hate to be on that plane if I was the decoy. Well, like... You, I mean, it still be a great but ride. It's, it's, just like, it's like the seven helicopters or five helicopters. You don't know which one they're on. Yeah, that's true. Um, fun little fact of history. George W. Bush did a surprise visit to the troops in Iraq in, for Thanksgiving or Christmas way back. And yep. no one knew about it. Like hardly anyone. He literally rode to the airport from Texas, from his ranch in Texas, in a van. No motorcade, nothing. In a van. To the While he was president. While he was president. What? Landed, wheels down for like twelve hours, and there was a British Airways flight that thought they spotted Air Force One because they registered the flight under like a, a charter, completely different. They're like, oh no, and so they thought that mission was compromised at that moment, but. Turned out like the guy didn't believe it or didn't, they didn't file for it. I looked it up and it was a different flight. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. But yeah. Wow. So anywho, there you go. There you go. Any this has been questions? Simple History <laughs> with Rick Romick. There you go. As he continues to crack peanuts. Dude, they're good. You've been crushing those things. It's not going to help help you <laughs> throw peanuts at me. It's not going to help your weight. Peanuts aren't going to. Peanuts are fatty. Peanuts aren't going to. They're not going to They're not, gonna they're hurt. not doing you any favors. Come on. Don't take my peanuts. <laughs> okay thanks okay Um, anything else you want to get in here before i wrap this i am thankful for two very healthy boys a healthy wife who had two emergency c-sections with both of them um and just truly amazing friends i think hard year for everyone um in the world (laughs) for 2020 and just to have like amazing godly friends has been phenomenal so that's it. Amen. Uh, and you forgot to mention, no big Our deal. listeners, thank you <clears throat> so much. 2018, we did start a podcast, which was, uh, oh. I mean, when, when I get to talk about my 20s, Lord willing, I uh, plan on mentioning that, yeah. but. That's just not really been a highlight for me. Might just be more important for me than you. Well, that I can definitely say is <laughs> true. true. That's totally true. <laughs> I've, I've told the, our listeners a million times, I thoroughly enjoy podcasting. I love it. But if I had to do what Robert does, we would not have a podcast. <laughs> it is funny, though, that we started this thing basically because we hung out the day before. And we were like, how fun would it be to do that? Mm-hmm. And you were like, what's stopping you? Like, why, why don't we just do it? Mm-hmm. Next day, I think I think it was the next day. Yeah, it was New, Year, New Year's Day. Yeah, we went to Best Buy, picked up some equipment, didn't Rob, know what we were doing. Rob bought it all. And next thing you know, we had a podcast that didn't sound very good. And over the years, worked on that. Better than some people. Got some better mics, got some better editing stuff. And and you, a guy comes to your church plant. Praise God. Wow. Yeah, praise God. The goodness of the Lord. So and we are now thankful. we're sitting in your amazing garage, freezing. My hands are basically amazing. numb at this point. Oh, um, come on. It's not that cold. It's not even freezing out. It's pretty cold. It's, pretty it's cold. not below 32. I'm a baby about being cold. I don't like it. So <laughs> I need to get a heater in here. You do. I kind of want to insulate it, but... What are some heater companies that can sponsor this thing? (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Anyways, guys, thank you for taking the time to listen. Seriously, this has been a fun episode. 8.30. I can get to bed. Yeah, we do. You do. (laughs) 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 We need to get to bed, Rick. (laughs) We got a big day ahead of us. going off the rails thank you for listening um no this isn't what we typically do um it's actually what we typically do just a lot longer a lot of banter but thank you for listening thank you for those of you who've been faithful listeners thank those of you who continue to stick with us even through offshoot episodes like this um if you do want to get in touch with us you can check us out at simpletheology.org you can email us at info at simpletheology.org if you didn't like today's topic then please get in touch with us and recommend one we would love that or leave us a five-star review <laughs> please do leave us a five-star review that helps other people find the podcast mm-hmm. so i uh, would very much yeah. so appreciate a five-star rating if you want to leave a review you can but really the five-star oh, yeah. rating I always is get that especially confused. helpful that's okay i do too 
Um, if you want to shoot us a call, 614-233-1098. When was the last time you checked the voicemail? Oh, probably the last time we even mentioned voicemail as having one. So it's been a minute. On behalf of Simple Theology Incorporated, I would like to apologize to all those people who desire to leave a voicemail, uh, but no, Robert won't, Robert won't check it. So yep. I apologize. The apologies out there. So if you want to leave one, 614-233-1098. And you can find us on social media, facebook.com slash simpletheology. Hit us up on Instagram. What books do you have in your bag? What are these? We're at Simple Theology Pod. Yeah, some good ones right there. Did you read, read this book? I'm partway through. All right. I haven't read it all. So the book that Rick holds up is holding, been holding up this book for like Discipling three, the Flock. three months. I've been very slowly going through that one. And the other one's One Assembly by Jonathan Lehman. There's more in there, Valley of Vision. There might be another one. I don't know. But anyways, guys, thanks for listening. Love you all. Have a good, wonderful Christmas. A great Thanksgiving. Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get We're it all in. We're looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, Lord willing, we'll Lord be back. Lord willing, in the new year. We are ready to get 2020 done and over with. Love y'all. Lord bless you guys. Peace. Peace out.